Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I want to extend on last week's episode where I talked about who you could buy gifts for to say thank you. And today I want to extend that onto talking about guest favours and do you need them? And if so, what should you get? Now, guest favours are known as as bonbonieres or guest gifts or just, as I will say throughout this, guest favours because that's kind of the most easiest, but we all know them as a different term. But, you know, I remember the good old days where <laughs> no matter whose wedding you went to, ever, you just got sugared almonds. Like that was it, sugared almonds or a wine stopper. <laughs> Do you remember the wine stoppers? You know, if it was a really fancy wedding, I think it could have been a, a bride or a groom on the top but it was like a little silver kind of gift and that was pretty much it. I think the sugar sugared almonds were like there was a couple of colour options, but people just thought that was the only thing you got and everyone was happy with that. But look, look, life was much simpler then. Weddings were much more simpler, although traditional. Everyone had to do what was tradition. But times have changed. <laughs> you know, these days some people are going extremely all out with guest favours and others are not having any at all. And do you have to have them? Absolutely not. You do not have to have them. There is no rule book to say you have to have them. It's just if you want them and if you can afford them. But guests, I'm telling you, guests are not expecting them and so many of them do get left behind. You know, you don't find you won't won't find a guest that sits down at a wedding and says, "Oh, where's my get? Where's my you know gift? Where's my guest favor? Where's my bonbonieri?" Like they just don't do that. Then that's not even on their mind. Everyone knows that weddings cost a small fortune. Plus, what they're thinking about is literally where is my drink and my food, and I'm going to watch the bride and groom. That That is all they're thinking about and having a good time. I've been to so many weddings where there hasn't been a guest favour given and I don't even think I thought about it. I don't, I don't think I thought twice. Some people just don't have it in the budget and some people really know that it's a waste of money and the, it just, you know, gets left behind so they don't bother. Or they're like, you know what, we upgraded the drinks package or we decided to have a gelato truck at the end. So that's where that money went. And that is absolutely fine, like totally fine. But if you're thinking about a guest favour and you're like, you know, I'd really like to give the guests something, there are three things that I always say you need to consider so that they don't get left behind and so they do get taken. And that is making sure it's either something they can eat something they could drink or something that they will actually use. And no, I'm not saying give everyone a wine coaster. That's not what I'm saying because not everyone will use that. But if it's doubled up with their name on it, they're more likely to take it home and use it. So you can get some really beautiful ones now that, are, you know, are a coaster with their name on there. They're gorgeous. So many different options. So think about being a little bit clever 
or, you know, just really considering those three things. Can it be eaten, drunk, or used? That is it. If you consider those things and you pick one one of those three, then yes, they're going to be taken or consumed on the night and appreciated, not left behind. There's nothing worse than, you know, the next day getting given a box of guest favours that were left behind. You feel very disappointed that people didn't appreciate your gift. Now, if you really want to do a gift, I'm going to give you some ideas of, of what can be done. I'm looking at my list. I think I've got 13 on here. These are just things that came to the top of my head. One, a mini shot. Yes, shot of alcohol. And, you know, go two different ones. Give all the girls one of something that you as the bride like or if you're the groom, give all the boys what you like. And that might be something in a little bottle that's clothes that they take home or it might be a shot as they enter or a shot that's handed out on the dance floor. Have a little think about it. Second option is a hangover kit. This is something I had. It was so popular. Everyone loved it. There were a couple of people that left them behind. And the next day, they were devastated. They were like, I can't believe I left that. I really need it today because they had a big hangover. And they probably left it behind because they got too drunk and forgot. But, you know, in that I put, think I put Barocas and Band-Aids and Panadols and Mints. Uh, I can't even remember what else, but it was full of little things like that. And I made them myself and it was a cheap option and it was loved. Everyone loved it. The third thing is a fun thing I just thought of when I was putting the list together. As guests exit at the end of the night and they're leaving, hand them a bottle of Powerade with Panadol stuck to it. Like how easy and fun is that for an option? And that is definitely going to be consumed. They might even consume it right at that point (laughs) or they're going to have it in the morning. Another option is seeds. You know, you could put a little little cheesy note on it, help love grow, but those seeds could turn into a plant they keep forever or something they eat. I love seeds. It's so sustainable and green and thoughtful. Cactuses are great. I've said this so many times. You know, you can use them as table centrepieces as well, and then they take pick one off the middle and take it home. Chili sauce. I've seen this done so many times and it's actually so popular. So give them a little bottle of chili sauce. It could be labelled with your names on it or a cheesy little note on it and they can use it on their dinner or they can take it home. Another one that works really well is olive oil, really high quality olive oil or balsamic. You know, you can have fun with food items because people always want to use those things. Another fun thing I've seen is a little envelope that says, lucky in love, and then there was a lotto, or you might call it Powerball in some countries, but a lotto ticket inside. Lucky in love, how fun is that? Another thing that I've seen is you donate to charity instead. So if you only have enough to spend a dollar per person, you literally have 60 guests, you give $60 to a charity, they don't know how much you've given. It's the thought in that. And then you just give them the little note that says, you know, instead of giving you a guest favour, we've chosen to donate to this charity because, and tell them why you chose that that charity. People respect that. I've been to a lot of weddings with that. I think it's a beautiful idea. Beautiful. There are so many needy, worthy causes in this world. So we don't need more stuff. So I think that is hands down probably my favourite thing. I would have had that. If that was a thing when I got wedding married, I would have had that because it's just beautiful. The next one on my list is luggage tags if it's a destination wedding. Like if they travel to your wedding, how cool if they leave with a beautiful 
leather, white or whatever colour that matches your wedding luggage tag. It's got their name on it, which could also be their place card, their name card, so they know where to sit. And on the other side has got you and your partner's names and your date of your wedding, maybe the location of where it was. They can use that forever and it's going to stay on their bag. So it's a brilliant idea. I've seen other things too where lip balm was given as a gift, especially if it was an like outside wedding or it's freezing cold, you know, just, just fun things that are going to be used and taken. I have seen photo booths that actually are used as the guest favour. So a photo booth ordered, you know, the ones where you take your photos and you get three tiny little passport size photos back and you can take them home as a memory of the night. That's a great option too because they're going to put that up on their fridge or on their wall and always remember your wedding. And then the last one I had just popped down on this list, which is number 13, was what about a Krispy Kreme donut on exit? Imagine them being handed a Krispy Kreme donut by the venue as they exit in a cute little Krispy Kreme box. Like they're going to be hungry because they've been dancing and drinking and having a good old time, so they might eat it then or they might take it and save it for the next day. Everyone loves a Krispy Kreme donut, so that is also another fun option. So as I said at the start, you know, decide firstly, can we afford to do guest favours? And then can we incorporate something the wedding needs as a gift instead? Like, you know, you could say, okay, I can't really afford something, but instead of having desserts, I'll pay for a lolly station. So you take the money off the dessert. The vent, Some venues will do that. They'll reduce the price. And he said, you have a lolly buffet and then they take their own lollies home or eat them on the night. Perfect guest favour. You've given them a guest favour, but you've also spent money on something you needed for the wedding anyway. So can you afford it? If not, find an option like that that works. And then if you can budget for it, what will the guest eat, drink or use? So just keep remembering that. So I hope this has helped you. There is by no means this episode is pressure to tell you you have to do guest gifts. Like I said, if you don't, no one knows. No one really cares sometimes as well. So just do what you can afford and what you think is right for your wedding. And if you found this episode helpful, please leave it a five-star review and leave me a little message to tell me you enjoyed it so I can keep delivering podcast episodes to you that you want to hear and so other bridal couples can find the podcast also and have an easier journey during their planning. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and stay stress-free and organised while planning the wedding of your dreams. (laughs) 